let people in the meeting know you're recording. All right, yep. welcome to Above the Fog episode, I think this is 26. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, 26.2. It is, it is the same day, which is kind of cool because it's fresh in our minds. And I've noticed out of, out of well, not very many podcasts, the, well, let me start over here. <laughs> okay, welcome to Above the Fog. Today is November 26, 2022, and we were talking about a, the Quad Dipsy, uh, quadruple which dipsy. took place, the, yeah, the Quadruple Dipsy took place 7.30 a.m. this morning, and uh, I have four participants here. We got Including John Bertan. Yes. Uh, we got John Bertan. We got Max Cam. We have Andrew Melton. And uh, we're going to just go over the race. Uh, I'll start first. Um, two weeks. Was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? First, give a little uh, overview of what the quad quadruple dipsy is. Ah, that's a great way to start. Yeah. So the quad. So the dipsy is the oldest cross-country race in America. And it starts in Mill Valley, California, which is just north of San Francisco. And it goes over two big hills. So the first hill is about 700 feet, give or take. And then you go down into Muir Woods, which is a iconic uh, redwood forest. It's beautiful. A lot of tourists go there. And it's actually a great place to go running really early in the morning, like, 6 a.m. on the weekends. Uh, during the weekdays, it's uh, you can go a little later. So then from uh, bottom of Muir Woods, and there's a bunch of names of, of the trails and segments, uh, you climb up, um, start with Dynamite, and you go all the way up to uh, Hogsback, and then you have uh, another segment called Cardiac. Cardiac's the last little segment. It's about 150, 200 yards. And you get to the top, and you're overlooking the ocean. It's incredible. Uh, maybe 1,200? Is that 1,100? What's the elevation there? Mm, I'm not sure. About 13. 13, yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty maybe, maybe 1,250, 1,300. Then you go all the way I down to the day. beach. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So you go all the way down to the beach, Stinson Beach, uh, but you don't actually run to the beach. You get to the end of a little, it's like a finger road um the the dipsy that takes place is it june john the single dipsy second sunday of june it's a little bit longer than these segments that we take and it's only because it's on roads that are difficult to like do traffic with people and stuff so this is like a half mile shorter per segment maybe maybe a third of a mile shorter per segment than the uh signal single dipsy so you do four of these uh starts out there's about 300 and so starters 75 uh, close to it 375 started something close to that yeah i thought it said wow. 275 well that was uh, the finishers they don't, i don't think they had the dnfs oh. on there i heard uh, i heard john Katz say 301 but then he got a few extra people in Depends on how many people show up, I guess. I was looking at the entrant list, and let's see. Yeah, John Katz, race director. Uh, great, 
just incredibly well organized. Um, the logistics are so easy. Everybody involved was just awesome. I, I, I don't have a complaint at all. Um, at the end of the race, they have like, uh, they, usually they had have pizza in past years, but they had tacos, which were really good. Uh, there was donated beer from Fort Point. Um, well, who's the um, person I think who donated it, John? Matt Budessa. Yes, yep. I couldn't recall. Matt Budessa, thank you, Fort Point. Uh, what else? What other? Oh, I've, the I've, swag I've got... is great. Yeah, the swag is great. I, I've got an update, too. I don't know if you all are aware that this was John Katz's last year as RD. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, I so did Ted, hear that. Yeah. yeah Ted Ted's taking over? FRC is going to take it over next year. Makes sense. Yep. So John was not the race director for that long, right? Because, I mean, no. the original six, was six years. Um, Tropical John, John Medinger, Tro- who John. also started publishing ultra running magazine which would then yeah i rolled off to uh you know do do any of you remember john medinger wearing his you know tropical shirts that's what he's known for and he would be on the stairs he would be so the last flight of stairs he would always be like oh always the one time i remember him on there he was like it was just really cool because you could see like you know you're like there because there's john cheering you on right at the finish um so um, I'll uh, I'll let somebody else talk about their race and like maybe what how it led up and how they were feeling going into it. Let uh, John go. John's a good speaker. Oh me! I was gonna say the first person <laughs> to finish should uh, should should jump right in. Um. All right, then I'll go. So um, I did New York uh, City Marathon. <laughs> uh, and that was awful, just because I, I, I just cracked at New York City. Um, but I was well-rested. Um, I wasn't running much between New York and Quad. Uh, did you need to? I don't think so. I did one hard workout up to the antennas, which is like this uh, 1,800. Well, actually, it's a lot more than that. Went up Ponte over to the antennas. Um in hindsight, I think I, I did the right lead-up. Uh, it was pretty par for the course for me. So this was number six, and I did squeak in under six hours, which was nice. My PR is like 540, I think. Um, I always have a lot of trouble on the third Dipsy, and I think it's a lot of it's psychological. But this time, I actually got dizzy on the third because I was totally just... I don't think I had enough electrolytes. I had like three goos the whole day that's probably not enough for six hours so this is your sixth <laughs> quad um let's let's do a quad count so you, i think you're the leader here you've done sw- six max how many have you done what is that four or five he's got to unmute himself oh, okay four for max max is definitely the uh the fastest guy here by the way great job i max. think i think this is my fourth quad so yeah so we're tied uh andy melton how many have you done i'm the baby of the bunch this was my second second wow and i was well yeah when were people's first quads so how long 
how far back does does the quad racing here go? Twenty seven. Yeah. For me, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen for both of you. Andy, two thousand nine. Just okay. Just so you're the year ahead of me. I was twenty ten. Was my first quad. Yeah, and I was trying to do all of them. I did the Dipsy, the double, and then the quad, and I, I really liked the quad. Just seemed like more, more my my thing. And let's just make sure, because I lose track. I think mine was, yeah, my first one was 2010, and then 2011, and then I ran it again in 2016. Oh, I wasn't too far off where oh, I was in 2016. This is a good time to bring up awards for for um, participation. If you do 10 quads, you get a jacket. And it's like a it's like a Patagonia fleece or something. Uh, and the it's only time you wear it <laughs> is once a year at the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, somebody was saying if you did like 25, you get a buckle. Was that you, Melton? Or that's something somebody... new they're starting because 25 yeah. would be the same as 100 dipsies. Oh, oh wow, that's true. A hunt. That makes sense. <laughs> Well, well, Brad will get that in like two years. I mean, because oh, he's. Man. <laughs> and, so, and, and I figured it was a quad double dipsy, is what he did. <laughs> so, what's Brad's last name? Fenner. Brad Fenner. Fenner. I saw he it on Strava a... today. Eleventh. He started at eleven thirty p.m. Yeah. Yesterday. And this was a short, shorter version for him because last year he did the quad quad. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So last, last year was his quad quad. No, that was quad 2020. quad. It was 2020. Yeah. No, was there was no quad, quad in 2020. Um, so that's why he did the quad quad because there was no, 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 no. quad. Oh, where is I'm, I'm looking. Oh, yeah, it was 2020. Yeah. Same year, Tati did her Ham on Tam 100. They did. <sighs> hey. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how that's possible. I saw I saw Brad, and he was like in the top five, and I was like, "Wow, Brad is in amazing shape. He's like late fifties, you know. He's that's amazing. Gosh, he must be just doing tons of elevation." And then and then I found out like after the finish, tons um, of elevation. He yes, he started yesterday. <laughs> well, so so on that, I think this actually gets to the history, and and, and an itch that. You see a lot in the ultra world. The quads started out, however many years ago, back in the 80s, as a, as, as oh, let's let's do a Thanksgiving run, because there were no other ultras around, save for like Western states, American River, a few others, and just let's go do something kind of crazy. A bunch of people lived in Mill Valley. Let's do the Dipsy Trail, but let's go, you know, out and back twice. 1983. And, it was a yeah, fun and then run, it yeah. became, and then it became a race. And yeah, Tropical John was um, race director when it formally became a race. And this is like so Bradley doing a quad quad, or other people like just taking on. I'm going to go do this challenge. It's not actually a race. Nobody said go do this. We're just going to you know go do it because we thought of it and we can go do it. I think the quad captures that because that's what it. That's what it came from. And 
yeah, seeing other people still make use of the quad for other jumping off points for just, I thought of this challenge and I'm going to go do it. Um, yeah, that's an, that's an interesting quirk of ultra running. You don't, you don't really see that in other parts of the running world. So I see Jeff Vaughn won the quad. 1994. Yeah, I saw. I actually, I saw him a lot today. He's like like in his 60s, (laughs) and he took off and left me in the dust near the end. He's won uh, it multiple times. Yeah, so he worked with Carl Anderson. Got one, two. Williams there. Wow. You have Alex Varner holds the record in 2015. Got Karen Spore. In 2010. Wow, pretty cool. Um, all right, so yeah, I'll just the the first Dipsy of this race is uh, really slow. I mean, because there's a lot of congestion. It's a single track course, and you don't really want to unless you're out there to win it or you're like Max, you want to like be up in the in the front. Uh, <laughs> Most people just kind of are talking, and it's pretty pretty easy going. So my first Dipsy, and here I'll pull up my uh, results here. Uh, first Dipsy today was, what do we got? Oh, these are all on the results list. 124 Dipsy. That's a good, solid um, start. I wanted like 120s. I would love to have 120, 120, one, like four 120s. But... Um, you can see I, how I fell apart. So I was 122 on the second Dipsy. Pretty, pretty felt pretty strong. And on the way back, I think is faster than the way out. And that, and looking at the splits, I think that's true too. It's just the um, long downhill is much better than short downhill. So um, third Dipsy, 139, and then which is really slow for me because uh, I was really hurting, and then. I was able to put put the pieces back together. Uh, One thirty-two. Um, it was all salt tabs, salt tabs and soda. Got me, got me into the fourth uh, dipsy there. Oh wow! I didn't realize they had all these splits up for everybody's uh, paces. Yeah, let's, let's oh, yeah. take a look at uh, John here. Or want to do Max? Let's look at Max. Let's go down in order. Yeah, let's start with yeah. Max. Max, who is ninth place out of 275. 444, man. Cooking. 108, 105, 110. That that second lap. So you did kind of the same pacing much faster, but same splits profile. That second lap, you're feeling good on the return. And pick it up, that that shot down from cardiac. I would say that second lap was for me when I actually start see people um, because yeah, unlike past years, I actually did kind of make my way to the front at the start. So there wasn't, it was kind of lonely on the first lap. So I was just holding like, back, trying to hold back, but <sighs> just seeing like what I can do. And then, yeah, on the second lap is when I actually started seeing everybody. So that gave me a, boost of energy and also like skipped pretty much like 
the first like the first and second cardiacs going out and coming back i think i maybe stopped that cardiac the first time just for a little bit to like fill up a little bit of water but that was it and then falling apart from there on the third the third lap doesn't look like it yet though because your first one was 108 then 105 then 110 so the third lap doesn't quite look like falling apart yet. It wasn't there yet, yeah. It was Within 119. Lap. Yeah. Like when I turned around at Stinson and started flying back up, that's when things started hurting and I tried to all just possible. So, Max, what was your um, fuel? Like what did you uh, – so, so for the listeners, there are two aid stations, which means – what is that, eight stops? Technically – Three oh three three sorry yeah the race starts and finish start and finish or or at the beginning of the dipsy and the end of the dipsy and then at the top of cardiac which is like what four miles in yeah the very Uh, high point yeah for this race probably like more like uh three and three quarters Mm -hmm. three three point eight three point nine ish yeah around there my fuel was all in a flask so i Dumped a bunch of gels. <laughs> Whiskey. Oh. <laughs> no, so, how many gels did you put in a flask? I put 10 gel. And I forgot Whoa. To all the same flavor? It wasn't like oh, a mix, like, you know, kind of like go to the surfing machine at 7-Eleven and put all the flavors in? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I had like three different flavors. Like Really? You had three different flavors? <laughs> it was like yellow orange, which had caffeine, which had caffeine in it. And... Uh, was it like pomegranate something and apple cinnamon or whatever? So does it mix fruity. or, or does it like the, the more savory ones with the, do, the fruity ones? Do you hit like a spot and you're like, oh, pomegranate. And then you like sip it again no, and it's like. Hold it together. There's no like reducing it on the stove or. <laughs> <laughs> well, more serious question. Did you I dilute did. it? I forgot to dilute it. So the first time I passed, I put some water in it to dilute it because it wasn't coming out so that was a plan a plan dilution for this stuff and like how much water did you add um just to i guess fill up the rest of the bottle just so okay. it made it for the gel to come out okay because otherwise max is in soft flasks don't flow very well especially if you have no. like one light valves yeah yeah but did would <laughs> did the water get it to come out like or oh, yeah. is it just like, okay. Because it's all water-soluble stuff. But I'm just yeah. thinking, man, like... But it does... You don't accidentally, like, squeeze it and it squirts out, though. It's too viscous for that. Yeah, it was too viscous for that. I literally had to... The first time around, I had to, like, bite the valve and, like, squeeze the flask. Oh, it's like toothpaste. It barely came out. It wasn't even, like, toothpaste. But then when I had it, it was, it was a lot better. Like, I was able to, like, suck on it like a regular soft flask. So was this in your hand the whole time? No, I had a, uh, I had a naked belt and I just and I had it in there, and I prepped this like the night before, put it in the fridge, took it out this morning. You chilled it. It's got to it's got well, mix it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes out, don't pack it. It's perishable. And oh, it's I've, true. I've had a bad experience with the gel that sat in the sun for too long. You mean sat in the sun? After being opened, uh, yes. After being opened, put in the flask. Okay, because I mean the the ones that are you know with the aid stations sit in the sun. 
And but those are already like put in sealed or uh, protected packaging. Like they're already like, I guess, kind of like pre-sterilized. But then like once you what? prepare that gel packet, then it's open to air. So did you eat stuff from the aid stations? The only thing I ate were pretzels on the fourth lap coming back. Otherwise, I just it was just water. Why the pretzels? What was the the draw salt. there? Salt. Needed, so any salt pills or or like salt tabs? Yeah, I did a salt tab every twenty five to twenty minutes. That's a lot. Hmm. And then I also had like the uh, base performance salt, which comes in kind of a um, pop-up tab, and you basically like it. You put your thumb on the on the container, and it sticks to your thumb. Well, after you lick your thumb, you put it, you open it, you invert it, and like salt sticks to your thumb, and you lick it, and you do that like a few times. They recommend like three or four licks. It's meant something. to be like stuck to your finger and licking your finger. Yeah, it's basically like it's like, like dip a, dip a stick or dip stick. What's that? Pretty much dip, dip a, whatever it is. When we were kids and we had the little dip uh, sugar sugar stick and you dip it into the different flavors of sugar. Yeah, pretty much. Except it's salty, so. Salt. <laughs> so Max, I got to go back to this. Uh, I feel like I've known you for a while now. I've never heard of this this gel tactic where you squeeze the gels into a flask. How long have you been doing this? Um, I when, when did I start doing this? I started doing I was going to start doing this for Ironman California last year where I squeezed a bunch of gels into a bottle for the bike. You don't have them taped to your bike, so you can just rip them off, but the tab stays on the bike? So that's what I originally did, but then I would have 12, 12 gels on my top two. <laughs> Flopping around? Um, I had them, like, taped, but it, was, it, would, it would take up, like, I mean, it didn't take up, like, too much room, but then I my legs would, like, scrape against scrape it. the gel. So, especially, like, all lined up. I didn't, like, stack them or anything. I mean, Gotta alternate them. That was super, but like it was, I just wanted it in like one container. But you know the, the risk being like if you lose it, then you're screwed. Have you so, ever used one of the big, like 15 serving gel containers or like flasks or it's not really a flask. It's like a big gel so, pouch with a screw cap. Kind of like the kid yogurt drink thingies. Like it looks like that. It's, it looks a little bigger than that. But the I, I've used like a 15 serving gel pouch. It was uh it was goo. Yeah, that's the one. I got that goo salty <laughs> camo one. I used that once at a hundred k. And people were asking me how many goos you bring. I said just one. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> 15 servings. But yeah, it was great they need to I make it easier a, to hold. No, that thing was perfect to hold. I just took a swig oh, off really? of it every like 20 minutes. Yeah, it if I normal. Awesome. for the gels that I use, that would be great. Like, because buying individual single serve, single serving gel packets. How much is that salted caramel one? It's only fifteen, 15 bucks. bucks. It's a dollar per serving. serving, which yeah. you go to the. Oh, yeah. we figured something out here. We're we're like. I gotta go really, back and order those. This yeah, is groundbreaking. Make your own and do it in bulk. 
the individual so, packaging yeah. is what I think pipe brings up the cost. Oh, totally. So yeah. a twenty-four count of goose is thirty-five dollars right. on uh, thirty thirty-six dollars on Amazon, and then a fifteen uh, one big thing is only fifteen bucks. That's much much more economical. Why people yeah, I gotta order one of those for my next race. All right. Ah, smart. It's also super too, and it probably won't fit in a waist belt. The the big hand the the fifteen serving <laughs> pouch. Yeah. Um, it can fit in a waist belt. Without um, or? I, I'm trying to. I can't remember. This was already. This is 2016. Was the last time I used it. It actually worked well. I mean, it was 100k, and I think I was in the top 20 of it. Quicksilver. Hmm. It was a. Uh, it it was awesome. So yeah, I got to remember this. That looks like. Pull up there, Andy. That looks like a bottle of MSG. So, yeah, so, up, so I'm just randomly looking at Amazon as, as we're talking here. We got Zhang Gu Shu. Is that I'm saying that right? Nope. It uh, have you anybody heard of this stuff? Nope. But I, I definitely smelled people's like Ben Gay going up uh, the steps today. It's sports you know, like pain relief liquid. Tiger bomb. Uh, I smell none of that. I maybe like sweat. That was probably it. Other than new drinking tabs. Hydration so, drinking. So, so that, that goo pouch thing method, that clearly worked for you today. Um, yeah. You did stuff right. And I guess, like, where did you feel at which point? You said right at the turnaround? Was it, like, all of a sudden? Or did it, like, grow on you where you were, like, okay, this last lap's going to be the hardest lap? By your time, it clearly looks like it was the hardest lap. It was pretty gradual, I would say, like going, starting, starting to go up the steps after you cross the highway. Um, yeah. Like I was trying to run up it, up that and like the rest of it as much as I could, but starting to go up the steps, like the actual steps on the Stinson side was, it started to get, um, legs started to get tight. So I knew I needed to like either up my salt intake or like, start drinking more water or both when so, you say tight do you mean like feeling like lack of salt kind of cramp like threatening to take over um, or more like just stiffness shock absorption could be the shock absorption too like i i was trying to take it like easier on the downhills although my pace probably compared to yours don't doesn't really re reflect that but yeah, it was starting like the, all the pounding was probably starting to go, and like I, I know there were two things that would give me leg cramps. One was not enough salt, which probably wasn't an issue because I was taking it like every 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, you had a lot of salt. That's Water. smart. Yeah, I think I your only, salt strategy was really smart. I only took like five hundred mils of water for the first two laps. I mean, that's not the gels. And like after like halfway, I I had a second flask of water stashed so I can make a quick exchange there. But then I like pretty much finished at least like half of that flask by the time I got to cardiac on the third lap. And I knew like I would need water or more water because it started getting warm too. So that was probably the other thing, but that that wasn't too much, too big of a factor. My legs were starting to get tired, so I knew like I needed to like 
have the water there for the salt to work. Did you, what was worse on that last lap, going uphill or downhill? Uh, I would say, ooh, a little bit of both. They kind of, because <laughs> like uphill, like I can climb, but then like my legs would almost try to start to cramp up. But on the downhill, like since my legs are almost dead, like coming down from cardiac was a lot tougher than the second time around than it was the first like over the roots and stuff like i actually rolled my left foot twice on that what so shoes I, did you have on i had the hoka torrent twos okay ah uh, that that's i would have gone sub sub five or sub 445 <laughs> i just needed better shoes <laughs> no of course <laughs> how 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 worn were those shoes for this race? Uh, let me let me see. Um, oh yeah, my Strava pulled up. You can see how many miles are on those shoes. Oh really? I how do I do that? Overview. Uh, overview. Max. Click click on Max. Oh, it's right there on the where it says next to where what watch I used. Lower oh, you video. even put your shoes? I I don't do that. Yeah, I I have the same shoes <laughs> for like. Six, seven years. I use, I keep track of the mileage on my shoes. That's smart, yeah. Oh. All right, so. How many miles is that? I can't see it because it's my phone. Oh, it says 108.6. But I, yeah. you know what I'm impressed with is the heart rate. Your heart rate's just nice and even the whole time like 150 140 150 it's a it's a good good heart rate to have it's really hard to keep it down like when you're doing the the climbs and stuff oh for, well if you're running up the climbs yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so how about uh who's next the next in the the lineup is is john here we got uh so John Breton. Uh, John is down here. Do, do, do. So I'm looking at the results. Like Good old 50th? 69th place. Oh, 69th was, place. That's I should a great have waited number. like five seconds so my time could be 555. No, you had you had number 40 and you were 69th place. This is like great numbers for John for the day. That's, that's I like pretty how cool. My, place though is that what it is the place for each um is that the the number before what is general place 59 gender. i don't understand the gender place gender. Oh. <laughs> so i was looking at it going <laughs> general place. Uh, so, so so looking at these uh my places for my splits i kept it pretty mellow the first lap 128 <laughs> my 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 second lap, which was my fastest, was the same as Max's slowest lap. Oh, we should have invited uh, Chris, uh, John. Yeah, because know, he, he's been he, on the he, podcast. Ah, oh, he just wasn't in this. Yeah, shoot. Shout um, out to Chris. His first quad. Uh, so 128, 119, then 132, and 135. Is that the number before on the splits? Like the place for that split? Yes. So my first split at 128 was 117th place. But my 
last split at 135 was 65th. Um, so everybody's slowing down. Is it the yeah. place or is it the place like what rank you were on? At or? that point. Oh, that's what at that or, point. I get it. Okay. Right. That makes sense. That makes more sense. As I knew I was getting passed by at least one person <clears throat> on the way back from Stinson on the last. So, yeah, that second lap after I turned around at Stinson, I was like, I still, I found out pretty mellow. So I felt super fresh all the way back down to, um, all the way back to Old Mill. Like from cardiac down through Muir Woods the second time on the way back, I felt like, oh, this is all gravity power. This is great. And then fueled up, shed layers at at an old mill at the, the halfway point. And then, okay. and then uh, fueled up. But then I, I'm trying to think about where things started feeling pretty stiff. Not... I think I, I was running with you, Andy, on that third lap on the way back up to Cardiac. I was, yeah, I was trying to hold on to you. Um, and then I caught we up about, with another yeah. guy, John Rutledge. Um, who I know he's Dipsy, longtime Dipsy runner. And uh, my wife also taught his kids at two different schools. Um, so I caught, we went back and forth. We were, I was, Leading the so pace this is, uphill. This is after mile downhill. Yeah, this is mile. This is after cardiac the the third time. So going into Stinson, he picked up the pace. I think he passed me on like the Gale Scott and the it, in Gale Scott that 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 section in above Steep Ravine right before you descend down to Stinson. That was like the most picturesque because it was like the sun was the dust was picking up the sunlight and it showed all these little rays going through. So anytime I saw somebody, there's like, Oh my God, this is like a photograph. There the woods. Wow, he oh. had really good splits. I'm looking oh, at he's Johnny. Very even. Yeah. He's so, he, he's a very good runner. Cause I could see how even his splits are. They're within like two minutes. Yeah. No, like three minutes. He's, he's, yeah. he's very well trained on this trail. Um, he, I, I caught back up to him coming up on the moors right before going back into steep ravine and then we stayed together and i was leading the pace uphill because i know he was like the uphills were he was not having it but he anything that was downhill he was super happy with and i was like we're gonna we're gonna switch because the downhills on that last lap were harder for me than the uphills was he was he hiking or was he on the uphill or was he we were we were if it was stairs we would hike it like coming out of steep ravine we were power hiking that but then when we got the gale scott we started jogging and it was like kind of just a a jog all the way back to the top cardiac so i kept him moving up to the top and then gravity took over for him because the downhills yeah, that last lap the downhills were harder than the uphills for me because another guy yeah, he, he did he, he had a his, great uh, great dipsy nakia um, baird who's run this, this was his 10th uh, quad. He just blew by me coming down like half, I was at like halfway rock and he just blew by me on the way down from cardiac. And then I caught up to him coming out of Muir Woods. And then he tried to stay with me on the single track trail before um, 
that following the Mirwoods Road, but it was the uphills. He he was Nakia was not having any of those uphills, so I kept running uphill. And then when I crested Windy Gap, I was like, oh my god, more downhill. Let's uh, but it was like we're almost done now. Um, but yeah, Nakia blew by me on that downhill as well. A couple of people did. So it was, yeah, it was that impact. I could feel my quads just on the verge of seizing up because I took five salt pills today, approximately every hour, but more bunched up. I think I waited two hours before I took my first one. <laughs> and I, I, I waited, yeah, I waited four hours to take salt. Yeah. The <laughs> first three mistake. laps, I was only eating um, <laughs> the PB&J and the, the electrolyte drink. And then right before uh the turnaround at stinson i took my first goo i think it's like oh i should start taking this and then my last time at cardiac i was like i'll have another goo maybe i'll have some coke and i was like i just need because from that point at the top for cardiac it's like three and a half miles all the way back to the finish and i'm thinking in my head like 50k 50 mile 100k three and a half miles you're almost done you just gotta you just gotta power through there's nothing to save for but it feels different in this race because you're seeing the same things over and over and over. So it seems like a much longer stretch than in other races. And I guess relatively speaking, it is. But I still think this race is harder than any like a typical trail 50K. John, really quick. You're right. Um, for each lap that. Uh, That's my place for the lap or my place. You're you're right. Because I'm looking Are at. Are you sure? Yeah, because I'm looking at Andy Crone's results, and it says his fourth lap was 44th, but he's 76th. That makes, yeah. I had a... The, I, I came, right. did, That's unless, a good like, example of how to him. use salt. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, don't mean to cut you off, John. Uh, can I go next? Because <laughs> I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning... As we're talking, and I know exactly what I did wrong, and it's so obvious, but I'm a slow learner. So, um, five, I did get under six hours, barely. Um, what is hilarious is I just had goos, and I didn't have that many goos. Uh, and then when I was getting dizzy, I decided at the top of cardiac on the out for the third dipsy to start taking salt from the aid station. Um, and I was sweating like a lot the whole time. It was like soaked. And then, and then I took salt at the bottom at Stinson and I was like a new man. And it was, um, I mean, it's not, a, I didn't kill it. I only had a 132, but I, I was seven minutes faster. And my last three miles, uh, like like John was saying, off of cardiac on the way back, I felt I felt really good. Been, you must have been hauling because you almost caught up to me. Well, you you <laughs> gapped me by probably ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I was gonna be like, oh, let me just catch John <laughs> because I felt really good. Uh, yeah, which, that, that last yeah. downhill. <laughs> so that third lap for you. So you got one twenty four, one twenty two, one thirty nine, one thirty two. That that third lap was uh, one thirty nine. Oh my god! As I said, yeah. as I said, it's like a mile. It's like running a mile on a track. That third lap well, was a dark place. 
So I, I'm surprised this is 132. I thought for sure I'd be under 130 for that. But, you know, there's still still some hiking, a lot of hiking on that one. Um, yeah, salt. Got to salt before, you know, four hours in. And uh, what else would I do differently? Nah. That's about it. <laughs> Your shoes worked. You bought some fresh shoes the day before and... Fresh shoes, got brand new speed goats the day before, which uh, worked great. No complaints. Um, I what I enjoy is actually talking to people while I'm running because it is monotonous. Oh, yeah. It's like the same trail we've seen so many times, and you're just going out. And um, it was really cool when John was passing me, and I hung with him for a couple miles because I'd been you know on my own for for so long, just to like chat and stuff. So that was that was nice, That's but it's it's just so line. hard to maintain. Like, if you're doing a relatively flat f- race, you know, conversation's easy, but with like dynamite, was it dynamite we came out of, John? And then yeah, going up. Yeah, that was. Uh, so my heart rate's totally fine. Let's look at my heart rate, because it was all over the place. Uh, let's see. Do you trust oh, yeah. that heart rate? Like how, how much the watch no, is actually picking it up? It, it's, it shows you trends, but I, I don't fully see. trust the heart rate sensor in my watch. It's, I know when it's accurate. Let's see. Um, here we go. So quad, heart rate. Here's the heart rate distribution. That's good. I'm in zone two most of the 341 relative effort, whatever that means. I'm um, looking for the graph. How do you get to the graph? Is that an overview or analysis? Okay. Yeah. Analysis? Probably under paste, distrib- paste analysis. Right. Right. You are just okay. There. Paste analysis, yeah. Then it's going to show. Okay, here we go. You can pick oh. heart rate on there somewhere. Oh, I think it's I have to make it a race. Let's see. Were you, looking, at, were you looking at the. Uh, line graph for it or it's funny I make web apps and I don't know how to use Strava (laughs) it is amazing how much of like your your effort can be so quantified and it simultaneously matters and it doesn't because it's also the perceived effort matters Let's see, save, it's saving. There we go, saved. Now if I go to race analysis. Heart rate. It shows, where's, where's the heart? Well, it says oh, where there we go. Click on heart rate. Yeah, it just it's gives me zones of what I'm in. I was never outside. That's good. I barely got into the 161. One, so for five minutes, I was in 160, which is good. That's that's where you want to be. Like New York, I was in uh, anaerobic at mile 10. And I was really in anaerobic because I was like overheating for too long. And that was bad. Um, but uh, check this out. I got I to gotta brag a little bit. Check this out at the finish. I had a... Oh, I thought I was faster. Never mind. <laughs> uh, it was only a nine-minute mile. Uh, I, I I came down the stairs really fast. Felt really good. That was that was quick. So uh, thought it was faster than that. 
Okay. How many? Um, how many stairs? Uh, Andy, how many stairs at a time? Um, That's a good question. I, I would skip two, depending at the very bottom. I would skip two. In the middle, I would skip one, and the top, I would skip one. Um, and that, and that was real. You had to. Fo- I mean, I was like on the rail, holding the rail, because I knew I was. I was like just on the edge of eating it like every other step and, I, and I had my hands you gotta focus yeah mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have your use the rail like have at least have your hand gliding over the rail so if you you miss you, you got something to grab onto yeah, that's so. yeah I think that's, there's there's no other feeling there's no other feeling in any race like coming down the gypsy steps with tired legs <sighs> and trying to skip and knowing that if you just make one little mistake, you're gonna like roll your ankle or break something. That's really so, hard for me, actually. It's really hard. Normally, I just go once. Like I try to skip and I do that, and then my uh, my my brain can't catch up with my feet. So then I got to go back to the singles. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's not. I've I've, I've seen people take more than two. It's insane, but yeah. uh. So this picture, I know this isn't a, the video on the, the podcast, but my buddy, uh, Tim DiCarlo, uh, who's been on the podcast, he was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> this was like, <laughs> I want to say this is right after I was getting dizzy on the third Dipsy. So, um, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was pretty carnage. So, how was um, it for uh, you, Andy? How was what? Andy Melton, how was your race? How was the race? It was it was good. I ran it conservatively. I, I don't think um, my time was a little faster than last year. Um, I you know my weeks of training have been either zero or <laughs> thirty five to fifty miles. Um, I, I guess the one interesting thing was I had surgery on my nose. I guess maybe three weeks ago. Did you feel any of that? So, so what happened? uh, So, you know, uh, to back up a little, like the doctor said, you know, ease back into physical activity. Don't want your nose to start bleeding uncontrollably, which would be bad. So I I have to look uh, at the video to see his nose. Like your nose looks totally normal. (laughs) Well, now, now it does. Um, Right. So, so I, you know, started, start doing some little five milers, gradually work up. I think I did a, you know, Tam summit, uh, you know, uh, towers run and then, you know, everything felt great. No bleeding at all. Right. And then this morning about three miles in, nose starts bleeding <laughs> pretty oh, bad out one side. Yeah. So that that made me not want to push things even even more so um Wait, so what did you yeah. what did you do when it started bleeding like when you say bleeding was it like a, a drip 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 more of a faucet yeah, it, or just spotting no or? it was it was it was not it was not gushing it was just it was pretty mild and uh i had the sniffles anyway so i just kept the sniffles going uh the entire rest of the race and it, it did continue to bleed quite a bit, but I was like not, it wasn't really dripping out much. It was just sniffling, um, you know, and sucking it back in. So 
Uh, was I it enough to leave yeah. like drops of blood visible in your trail, in your tracks? It, yeah, there was some on my shorts, and I know uh, when I saw Adam Wolf, <laughs> he he actually said like, "Are you okay?" Because I guess at that point it was kind of bloody. I was trying to clean it up because I didn't want to, you know, freak everybody out. But, you just uh, said, I, I'm just using a new strategy. I'm trying some blow for this race. I'm seeing how it's going to go. Actually, actually, Adam, actually Adam, Adam, uh, Adam Wolf's response was, uh, that's how you know you're having fun. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Usually it happens at higher altitude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I was really happy with, with the race i started out pretty far in the back and and uh and uh i was curious about my heart rate though it looks fairly the same 150s it's kind of all over the place it looks like um it looks pretty solid look at this mile 18 112 that can't do you think that's accurate so coming uh, I was, down. If I was hiking, so when I hike, my heart rate drops down, even though yeah. it's a lot of exertion. It can get pretty low because it looks like that's a really slow mile there. Um. So yeah, I mean, I mean, really, I think for me, the third lap was the hardest, same as everybody else. Just that that was kind of a low energy point. I didn't take any salt at all. The entire race it was just doing. Wow. Yeah, yes. I was just doing goose. And drinking, uh, putting electrolyte in my in my handheld. Um, oh, there's so, your salt. Well, yeah, exactly. So in the goose, how, how many? What was your goo um, d- uh, frequency? Like, was so, it miles? Was it was it time? Yeah. So it, it was it was actually a little different. It was before every climb. So I guess for the Dipsy, there's like i would say like so there's two climbs each direction right each way so i was trying to take a goo before each climb just for that little burst of energy and it was working well i didn't eat hardly any food which is kind of unusual for me too just did just did the goos um so that was for the so the the, the strategy was just go with that for the double and then i was going to start, start taking salt and i had a little container of pickle juice that stuff you get that's see like you know the enhanced pickle juice because uh, i i almost always cramp on this course like my calves just seize up and um i was i was expecting that when i ran last year i was just bad cramps on the uphills the downhills the whole second half was was not fun but no cramps at all this time which was amazing so i, I brought the pickle juice wow. with me didn't didn't use it um and just yeah, didn't do any salt, and I guess I got lucky with that one. Um, I forgot about the pickle juice. The, yeah, I mean, the, that was at Miwok. The pickle yeah. juice. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That stuff usually really helps me. Um, and, and I brought it, but didn't need it. Um, That's a yeah, so sal- salt in your system is like a lifesaver. I couldn't believe how different I felt. But that's Just a, a little little salt. Pickle juice is an interesting kind of like buffered electrolyte, more on the acidic end too. Because um, I, I, you have that you have that vinegar aspect to it, and depending on what your normal gut pH is, that acidity can actually help a lot. 
and there, there there's two interesting stories in years past one from me one from frank rona about like keeping your gut acidic to help dissolve stuff you put inside of it and i wonder about if you take like enough goose and salt and other stuff like you can start to raise the ph of your gut especially as as uh resources are being diverted away to you know put blood elsewhere especially when you're getting hot frank said one year he took so many tums in a race i think it was like american river that he basically made his stomach no longer really acidic and so he couldn't digest anything and so everything <laughs> just had to be expelled um and when i did angela's crest during the day i was like really pushing the pace probably too much because it was really hot it's probably like 100 degrees but what settled my stomach was an interesting combination of um juice coffee um and applesauce and so the combination of all of those things is pretty acidic there's the so acid want, yeah the coffee yeah the acid matters hmm. yeah, wow. juice, think about it yeah I'm looking at segments sorry guys i'm getting lost in strava uh dipsy stairs somebody did this in a minute that can't be right. A minute and 14. Yep. Uh, reception in that area. Oh. Great, no, so. that, that cannot be right. That's not true. This one's probably true. Gus Gibbs. I Gus think Gibbs he's doing like, the Dipsy Steps in a minute? I doubt that. A minute 39? All like, no. like Maybe on a, on a bike. <laughs> I was going to say, like... Or flying. Did that, yeah, I don't think so. Eh, what's What's see. the next time? Yeah, we got uh, uh, my current place. What is this? My best time. Well, best time, Dane, 141. That's believable. Oh, you're doing this by weight class. Yeah, well, that's only fair. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's, what's the overall? Uh, <laughs> I'm really curious. Where's all time? All time, okay. Dipsy stairs. It's when when you have a lot of elevation, I like to use weight it's class because I'm like, uh, let's see. Sure, but if you, we click on overall. Dipsy stairs <laughs> overall view overall leaderboard. I'm actually really curious. Right. That's a downhill. Oh, That's this is down the downhill. Yeah. Okay. That's Dipsy uh, stairs downhill. So that actually could we, be we, legit. Wait, but I'm actually really curious to see what it what what does Strava say or the top on the on the uphill. Or, yeah, or on the downhill. Just scroll down. I want to see that okay. leaderboard. So this is this so. is top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs. Um, so uh, Amanda Goldman didn't do that. One forty-four. Uh, if you if you're nimble and you could take this, yeah, I believe. Uh, Actually, yeah. Go back, go back, go back. Yeah, that was <laughs> in the double dipsy. Uh, what are you doing? What, you thought she did that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, her, she did no, do that? Her, her, her double dipsy time was four hours. Well, I, I want to see. I just want to see. I'll, I'll, I can filter out. I'm okay, just really curious okay. to see who's in the top of that dipsy stairs downhill. Because going down those dipsy stairs, stairs. Andy was saying, is like, you got to focus. It's a different kind of running. And some people have that nimble downhill, like more than oh, just wait, downhill. Still on her. There we go. Okay. Downhill here we running. go. Okay. So, no. Okay, so overall, let's see who's in there. So you got Victor in that top 10 
Alex. Yeah, nearby. but look at Asia. the difference. She didn't run a 641. <laughs> okay, and then the great. next person she did not run. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but but scroll down. I, I want There's to Varner. See, expected to go? see Varner. Well, keep going down. Keep going down. Uh, yeah, Eddie Owens makes sense. Uh, oh, Rich Snipes is there. Fred um, Rivers. Right. Yeah. Scroll down more. Let's see. Go to the next. I'm curious to see like what's the what's in the who's in the top 50 here. Lucas. Uh, Eduardo, Patty, man, yeah. I mean, running those stairs downhill is a. Uh, is there a by date there. by this year? Let's do this year. There we go. So this is um, Katharina. Wow! Look at that! Wow! Wow! She is fast down the stairs. Like she'll kick all of our asses down the stairs. Like she can. Wow! And she actually, and she did it today. It looked like, or no, yeah. a couple days ago. No, today. A couple days no, ago. Today. Oh, that day. is today. Yeah. Wow. And then we got Yasin Du 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 Beyond. I think I think Max was right ahead of him. Yeah, we were going back and forth. Cooking. And then there's Levi did it back in May. We got a couple from today. Nick Handel. This is this is like the last finish. Just curious who is Greg Vaughn is on here. He's he's fast. Here, let's what see. Here we go. Eh, like third page, maybe. Where's Max? <laughs> Wish we could catch it. What is playing? Today it says I got it. Oh, 32. oh, people I'm following. Here we go. There we go. So Max is there. Oh, that's from October. Uh, Phil, crushing it. Yeah. There's Big Chris right there Sunday. back in August. Oh, there I am. May. When was I doing this in May? I don't remember. <laughs> cool. Oh, there's so many stats. There's so much information. It's like um, the people listening were, were looking at lists of people and their times over the last couple of months. And some of it's really surprising because it's uh, on descents, it's not necessarily gender that like says uh, who's fastest. Um, we got... Uh, so what is like the hardest segment here on the whole list? And then we could just wrap it up with that. Can got... I actually, actually, I have a, I have a question for the, the Dipsy aficionados um, before you get to their speaking of segments. So just past cardiac, uh, you get to like, let's see, um, past mile five where you start to drop down into the redwoods, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's a couple switchbacks there, but today I saw a path that just cut right down, right to yeah. the middle of the switchbacks. What yep. what is that called? That's uh there's uh, there might be a name for that. That shortcut appeared. Oh, it's pretty I've recent taken shortcut. That shortcut yeah, in the yeah, because, before. Because um, I've, I've I've never seen it before on the. It's, I, I they, saw. They, oh, and by the way, the quad, you're not allowed to take any shortcuts. No. And I saw a lady cut a switchback by a good 30 feet. 
So 20, if, or maybe 15 and 15. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. So well, that, that shortcut one, popped yeah. up because there's the swoop, which gets clogged. And then there's Gale Scott, which is a lot more runnable, which is that the name for that Redwoody Trail section before it gets into Steep Ravine proper. Okay. Um, and if you want to bypass like that big, like when you go into the swoop, you go, you're taking a straight shot to pop back out, and then you get into the. Um, oops, I turn my volume down. You're you're taking a straight shot all the way into. Yeah, the, the top of the steep ravine, you get the steps and everything. Gale Scott is much more soft and runnable. It was so picturesque today. Um, and if you run fast, you can actually, depending on how crowded the swoop is, you can complete that faster than maybe some old person who's decided you took the swoop and is clogging it up, depending mm -hmm. on where you are in the Dipsy race. That section stops you from that little cut stops you from doing a 180 degree turn and going for god like 200 feet the other direction to swing mm -hmm. back around it's just going it's it, it go cuts a lot of time it, it cuts a, a lot i've taken that second, fifth, a minute time saver right there. i've taken that in I a single dipsy, and i've popped out and like i was ahead of the person who went into the swoop ahead of me so I've made that call a couple of times in single dipsy and realized like if if it is a you know if it's backed up on the swoop, then that's a good shortcut to take. Um, supposedly there's another shortcut somewhere off of Gale Scott where there's a little rope uh, that drops you down more into the steep ravine trail proper, which you can bypass some of the steps dropping down in the steep ravine. But you gotta oh wade through a bunch of poison oak and everything too to get there. Yeah, I think I've seen like pretty overgrown. You can see it from the bottom and you can see it from the top, but you can't see the middle. No. But yeah, extremely overgrown, and I don't. I like it's like next to the tree, like after you get up the steps. I think is where that I is. I mean, and it's it taking the straightest shot possible, mm. which is less and less like you know the double dipsy no more shortcuts at all which used to be the double dipsy used to be the freest of all the dipsies go whichever way you want and now even in the single dipsy there is no more uh stints and shortcuts oh interesting they yeah that changes a lot of it there's a lot yeah there's a lot of like a lot of mess right here because it's coming down a lot of elevation but yeah, you, you see, can, you can, wooded, you can so. cut off a lot of those sections where you're, you know, you're going south and back north and south and back north. Yeah, all of those, that one, that horn right there, you can cut that off and it goes a lot straighter. Um, just like I can see where the swoop cuts off too. So it's, it's interesting. Years ago, the Dipsy Trail was a very different trail. And actually, that's what um, my buddy Chris was telling me today. His his uh, in-laws both um, is his, uh, his his wife's parents um, were big Dipsy runners decades ago, both single and double. And they took out 
a guy who used to be longtime Dipsy runner who was also a longtime, I think, wrestling coach at Redwood or Tam. Uh, very recently, and this guy's in his, I think, mid-80s, and he wanted just to get out on the Dipsy Trail to see it um, because he hasn't run in decades. And they got him out there, and he said it doesn't look like the same trail at all. And I was like, yeah, there's been a lot of trail work done and rerouting, like, that five-mile rock shortcut. Uh, the trail swings wide mm-hmm. to give you the views, but you can cut a lot of that off. Right, right. Is that right here? uh it's it's where it swings out to give you the the best views um but you don't really want that when you're you know trying to race super hard and cut out time right there right oh 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 right here yeah Yeah. you just cut through that right there yeah exactly you can cut through that that. you can cut through that on the dipsy no you you get disqualified they have people there um so they took the last man this is over 10 years ago um running double I think I hit like 201 for a double and I was taking all of those shortcuts and I was just thinking, Oh, maybe, maybe just a little more. I can shave off that minute and scrape under two. And then they took away all the shortcuts and the double. I'm like, okay, not going to happen because <laughs> the double, you got to follow the official trail now. Yeah. It's no fun. Yeah. you. I remember so the single cuts through here, right? No, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. No, no okay. you, you get disqualified. Two thousand nine, I thought I could cut through there. Uh, if nobody Maybe. was looking, possibly. Okay. Like, um, yeah, Roy Rivers showed me all these different things a long time ago. Oh yeah, he's like he's, he's like a Dipsy legend. Yeah, you and, can uh, really straight shot that trail. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's just so much crookedness here. You can like cut all yeah. kinds of stuff. Look at all that. Anyway, um, so I was gonna look at segments, but I don't think we need to do that. Amanda Goldman, uh, pretty fast downhiller. Good job. She has the fastest uh, stair descent there. I think I want to say dynamite is my uh, the hardest for me. Not necessarily cardiac because I have like you're right there near the the top. But uh, yeah, dynamite's really challenging because your your heart's way down. You're like just cruising, and then you just hit like a hard uphill. For me, it's cardiac down to the Mirwoods Bridge on the last lap. That is the roughest part. That's what it's always been. Every time I've run quad, that's the just that long descent that late in the race. I think for me, it's the climb after the climb out of Muir Woods and getting up to Panoramic. Is that dynamite? I, that's what I would call. No, that's that, I'm getting the names wrong. That's well, getting back up to Windy Gap, near where Suicide is. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is. There's D-Mite. That dynamite? Dynamite's oh, the dirt stuff on the... You, you hit it before the Mirrorwoods Creek on the return. You hit it after the creek on the way out. It's yeah, yeah, that's you, it's the one. The climb out of Mirrorwoods to the Deer Park Fire Road. That's dynamite. Okay. That's Yeah, that's the one. 650. Yeah, it's just long enough where it's really causing pain. And uh, 
you can't you can't run it really. It's so it's so steep. All right, I think uh, yeah we're at uh, sixty minutes or so. Wait wait, Andy Mellon, uh, what's your roughest segment? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good one. Um, probably the climb up to cardiac um, on the way out to the beach, like from from your woods, I guess. I mean, it's just for whatever reason, it feels like I should be running. I mean, there's a lot of runnable section in there, but those little pops, it just seems like it goes on and on and on. It seems like twice as long as it probably actually is for me. It's really hard to get a rhythm because the the elevation is not any sort of that. That's the whole, the course, right? It doesn't stay at any elevation uh, gradient. There's just all this fluctuation all the time. And so you're, you're constantly re-navigating the uh, elevation. That's, that, yeah, that's hard. Yep. All right. Uh, All right. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm tired. But, uh, I'm, ready. Ready. I'm ready for bed. Good, good talking, guys. And uh, hope we uh, have another one of these uh, quads uh, soon enough. Ooh, last question. What are people's last races for the year? Or is this the last one? This is not the last race of the year. Oh, I have <laughs> I have December 10th USA Cross Country Nationals. Yeah, I've, nationals. Done zero, I've done zero Nash um uh, anything. What um, is it? Yeah. Can you so. tell me can you tell me how fast I have to run on that day? <laughs> you you ah. need to run. That's all it fast. is. I you mean, need can to show I, up. If, if I run like seven minute miles, is that okay? Great. Yeah, Great? I think okay. so. And then there's yeah, Christmas that's... relays. Run within your limits. There you go. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm not going to. Who's, who's doing that? I'm doing that. I'm I'm going to be out of town. Can't do that one. I haven't thought about Christmas relays. I know. Is uh, there, is there yeah, a Tamalpa team, John, for that? I, I I signed up for a Tamalpa team for both the cross country club nationals and the Christmas relays. So now that I I can be you know squarely on the the masters team. What about you, Max? Mm-hmm. I have, are you I, in CIM? Yep. Is that oh, in a week? Yep. Sunday, so not tomorrow, but December. What is that? <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like eight days. Yeah. yeah. You're going to crush it. You know, I did, oh God. I did uh quad and then CIM and I had one of my best marathons. So I think, I think it's, you just take it totally easy all week and then you'll be fine. That's the plan. I mean, there's no point of doing anything hard now. <laughs> Do some intervals. Do some your hill workout for it. It's all downhill. You practice your downhill. Oh, I did today. I practiced my downhill today. I'm good. That's right. <laughs> all right. All right, John. Good, uh, good, good talk, guys. All right. Take care. Talk, right. Thank you. Yep. Right. Night.